here pretty soon uh i can hear you tom i can't hear happy has he spoke yet ah, i had to swap from my computer to my phone because once again elon musk is providing nothing but a hammer um i don't even know why they offer the option to use it on computer at this point it's like bro um i'm doing good jerry how are you are you enjoying the games oh yeah um now you're gonna you're gonna be mad at me when i say this but uh i think it's a bull trap <laughs> well you just don't know what's driving it at this point for me my current thesis would have been the xrp news it was just delayed getting out there maybe we're seeing the back end of this there are talks of etfs and btc going mainstream but yes yeah, all fish wide tails until proven for me but i think xrp is the driver behind this uh, I think you might be right because they did sign on a bunch of banks. There's a huge list of I. I think it's over seventy now. Last I heard. I mean, the Swift system runs so deep, doesn't it? If you look at that, what it was developed in, like the late I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but like 1950s, something like that, maybe a bit before. But ultimately, it's a system that has always been there. So eventually, something has to replace it, and XRP is the biggest contender because. They're not aiming to replace it. They're sort of saying, yeah, use this with Swift and it can make things better. It's a slippery slope because eventually you just phase out Swift and, and just use XRP. Um, bit of a no-brainer, really. Well, we got a lot of NFT projects in here. We got Golden Baboons down there, uh, Retro Raccoons on the east side, and I, I do need to make it to them. Skeleton Punks, The Swamp. Tons of NFT projects. So let's get into this. Uh, Happy Caddy, you you are first up with Lunk Penguins. Uh, let us know any updates or any information you got going on. Yeah, so currently we're in a very, very strange phase of <clears throat> not being quite there, but being quite there, if that makes sense. The the metaverse side of things, it's it's really about building this thing. So when you get to the metaverse, you can just plug it in if that makes sense. So developing Clandom recently, where we developed nine banks, nine clans, nine individual groups, each group has four leaders. And it's down to those leaders to sort of attract clan members to their clan, sort of figure out how they can best utilize the system in the same manner a validator would utilize the system. So what we're aiming to do is not to just provide a hammer, we're aiming to provide a full tool belt as to which the user experience is all about learning. And starting to grasp the idea if you build it into the chain, you work together, you band together, you can all be really rewarded. We do have an active set we're developing currently, which allows the top three clans to get share of an airdrop system of gems, USTC and LUNC. And that's like a monthly thing they get to work towards. And this is all outside of the realms of our metaverse. 
So by the time we get to plug it all in, it's just going to be insane. But for us, we're just working through Plandom at the moment and we're just sort of getting things together. We're, we're teaching our user base and we're getting them to go out and teach other people. The leaders are really starting to put themselves aside as to how can I attract more penguins to my clan? How can I make my clan better? And, you know, you put your user base in a position where they're not just sat there twiddling their thumbs or wondering what's going on. They're part of it. They're part of this whole moving system with lots of different gears that are all just working together in symbiotic relationship. Because ultimately, even if they are fighting for that top spot, they're all part of the same project, right? They're all now injecting into it. They're building into it. And they're doing this in a time when we've gone through one of the worst experiences ever in our chain. So for those who build now, for those who get together the communities now and really band people together in this and really provide them with more than just a hammer, you know, you're really going to prosper later. But yeah, for us, it's just keep moving forward and try keep working in and out with different projects at the moment and seeing what other people are doing. And for us, Backbone Labs is it's a very interesting situation. And NFTs, they have a very bad stigma around them, right? You buy an NFT, you look at it, it looks great. But what does it really do? And that's what we're aiming to change with LUNC Penguins. So, yeah, I think that's realistically all we've got without dragging, you know, too much in and out of the closets and stuff. And, you know, if you want to check out this kind of project, just just go over to our Twitter, look at our Git book, look at all of our different things and, and have a look at all of the different material we provide before getting involved in such a project. Because the rewards way 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 further down the line you need to look at projects like crypto punks right and they built when coin prices were so low so measly and they ground and they ground and they ground to eventually you know that coin boomed and it blossomed and those rewards were very substantial very substantial i mean even lunar punks followed a similar path and that played out well and the only thing that stopped all of this was the crash so yeah but yeah thanks jerry i appreciate that yeah, I think uh, uh, JG's got a question before, but, but before you go there, JG, um, what's interesting about the your new project, Happy, is you can feed your these NFTs, and they can they can change over time. Now, what's the? I don't know all the mechanics behind it, but can you explain the point of feeding them? Does it increase rewards, or what is what is the mechanics behind it? I think you're talking about Miata. I don't, you don't feed my penguins anything. God, no. What? Oh, so the penguin uh, one on Miata is different? Is that Miata Pets? Yeah. See, I, no, was, I thought not... it was you because it was penguins. So, for, no, for, it's not penguins. That's nothing to do with us. I'm sure. So, there's like a huge, weird correlation at the moment with people who think that I run Miata or I'm behind Miata and I run pets and stuff like that. I don't. I'm just Link Penguins. That's me. Um, ours, we had a very concept module of not allowing a whale to come in and just buy everything so we had a mating module as to which you mated two penguins together and you may or may not have got an egg and then you chose to hatch that egg or you didn't but it was more of a user experience to prevent a whale coming in and just buying like 900 of them off the bat you just couldn't do it um but no we we, we don't have any feeding things i've heard a lot of people have fed quite a consistent amount of those though yeah i think tom's guilty of that right tom 
Yes, sir. Um, Miata pets are really, really nice. Uh, they, like you said, you feed them. Um, those are done by um, <clears throat> Miata themselves. Uh, it's a company run type of thing. You earn percentages from every time somebody feeds the NFT. Uh, you earn the percentages. And as they grow, you go up to different levels and you earn more rewards from the company. Okay. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah. Sorry, Happy. I, yes, I always correlate you to Miata for some reason myself. Um, I, I will make a note of that so I don't make that mistake in the future. JG, you had your hand up. I did. I did. But he kind of answered my question. You know, I was hearing about these penguins and I know penguins mate for life. And I was just wondering if there'd be some lady penguins that could enter the field and be paired into the system. You know, I don't know. So I think I can give a little download to every penguin owner right now. And it's it's a running sort of saying in our group. And it's the supply can only go down from here. And that's the beauty of a project like ours. It is, so, I mean, I wrote this thing when I broke my spine. You know, when you can't use your legs, you can't use anything. You've just got brain power at that point. So I really fought way further into the future. And like I said, right, it's about building it to get to the goal of, of having, for example, us, our metaverse, and just going click and plugging it all in and going, oh, we've got clans, we've got leaderboards, we've got treasuries, we've got this, we've got substantial rewards, we've got sustainable rewards. It's the journey. Gotcha. So, uh, JG, uh, you have any updates on the other grave diggers or anything about backbones related? Oh, my God. Okay, so there's so many things that are coming at us right now uh, from so many different angles. You know, Backbone Labs is a DeFi-centric uh, NFT, like, hub for the cosmos, I feel. Like, that's what it's kind of shaving up to. Currently, we have four gravediggers, you know, on Luna, on Migaloo, on Chihuahua, on Juno. And we are slated to deploy Kujira, um, Injective, and Luna Classic. And that's what we're talking about here. One of the things I really would like to talk about in this group is the Gravedigger project offers a very unique opportunity to try and align some of these validators to get on the same page, right? Because right now, everybody's got their own ideas of how this thing is supposed to work. But there's a very, there's a couple key points that I believe that most validators can agree on. And, you know, it's that we need to make the onboarding easy for other developers. And we need to figure out this burn tax Personally, I would like to see the burn tax be integrated into the gas fee so it's underneath the L2s that need to come deploy. <clears throat> but if that can't happen right away, we can also you know, just whitelist a few contracts and allow the, the thing to start happening. Because right now, it's, we're stagnant and we need to have momentum again. And so, you know, shortly we will deploy the Luna Classic Gravedigger and we cordially invite anybody who's a validator who has a 5% or lower commission and a 50% or more voting average. We need participants. We need people who are committed to seeing this chain change directions. And this is a way that we can kind of get on the same page. It's, it's worked very well on the other chains that we've deployed on, and it's created a sense of unity and a sense of purpose and direction again. And that's what we need. <clears throat> I've spoken to Vin on the L1 task force, and he's totally open to having the Gravedigger whitelisted. We will also do the same thing for, we'll help Eris, the amplifier, also get whitelisted. Um, we can't tax these LSDs in the creation of the LSD. It's too much taxing. We need to be able to make an asset and then utilize, utilize it and then tax that, 
that activity, but not at the base base level of the creation of a liquid staking derivative. Now, <clears throat> these liquid staking derivatives that we're going to bring, I, I think we're going to call it B classic. I think Blunk is not the best. <laughs> it's not the best name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think. It, yeah, you're probably right on that. <laughs> it sounds like something's hitting the toilet bowl when you go Blunk, right? Like I don't know. So we're going to call it B classic. <laughs> and. We, like I said, we invite validators. If you're a validator and you're on the classic chain and you feel that these messages resonate with you, we will be putting out an application. We, we ask you to come and, and apply and we will try to get a little unity and a little direction so we can move this thing in the right way, right? That's, that's really the goal of what Backbone Labs wants to do. We want to defend L1s. We, we keep the transactions on the L1. This is a very import, important metric, a value metric for a chain. Like a stride model, they remove all that liquidity from your L1 and then it's just gone into the wind, right? So these are the things that we're trying to do. Now, you know, we're getting ready to mint a managing collection, which is the Bone Z collection. They are our Gravedigger partners and Backbone Labs partners. Basically, basically look, think about it like this, like the Bone Z managing group is basically franchised the Gravedigger and they, they basically own and operate this for the community because Backbone Labs doesn't extract any value from the auto compound. There's a 10% performance fee that's redistributed 100% because we need to stimulate certain activity. We need to stimulate certain, 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 you know, you know, reward certain participation. And, you know, this is a way that we can chip in. I kind of feel like the, the B asset is almost, it's almost a community good, almost, right? <laughs> it's, it's pretty close. But we're close, man. We're close to being live on Kujira. We're, we're the actual code, I believe, for Luna Classic is done. I just got to verify that with PFC. Uh, PFC is our lead developer for the Gravedigger project. I believe that he has a very good standing in the Luna Classic community. Um, <clears throat> and he's very trustworthy. So if you guys, you know, have any questions or if this kind of resonates with anybody, you know, I'm, I'm pretty easily reachable. We'll be glad to talk to anybody about this. And um, if you want to participate or you have any good ideas, I'd love to hear them. Awesome. Yeah, JG's a cool guy. I've talked to him quite a bit about the Bone Society project and the Gravedigger. And that just kind of leads us into introducing the team for Luna Sapiens and Bone Society. This is the same team. And... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start first with, uh, he's on the Luna Sapien account. It's Digital Apnea. He's going to be the community manager moving forward. We'll be doing uh, community call spaces once a week on both the Bone Society and the Luna Sapien accounts. Probably be start in the same spaces initially. And I do want to remind everybody, this is the first open NFT space. And we do collaborate with other blockchains as well, even out of the cosmos, to come on here and let us know what they got going on. Uh, even Rack FM might might pop in here, and they're they're on Stargaze. Uh, if they do, I, I, I'm going to try to get some uh, spot for them to come up here towards uh, towards the next hour. But uh, and I, I see the the lead dev is is coming up, guys. Uh, that's going to be spearheading the utility for Luna Sapiens post Bone Society launch. And very exciting because I'm going to release some alpha here in just a moment. V-shape will come up as well. So 
I'll get the whole team introduced. The Tonko is a partner as well. He's one of the main artists and he does the quality control. I don't see him in here yet, but if you do come in here, please request the mic. Yudabento went to sleep. He's in Bali, Indonesia. He was going to try to make it, but I scheduled it a little bit too late for him. I'll bring uh, V-Shape up real quick. All right, so uh, Digital Apnea, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to the community uh, since you're now the community manager for these awesome projects. Awesome. Can you all hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, cool. All right. Um, yeah, uh, I guess just give me one minute to explain, but a small fraction of who I am. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning into the space. I'm Digital Apnea. Uh, first off, I would like to thank you, Jerry, for uh, this opportunity to be a part of this very talented and creative Bone Z Society and Luna Sapiens uh, team. And second, a little bit about me. I live in Southern California. I'm I consider myself ageless. I love photography, art, anything to do with uh, being outdoors in nature. I'm a health nut, uh, avid free diver. Uh, I play a lot of pickleball as well. I don't know if any of you do that. Um, I'm a forever student of crypto blockchain technology, DeFi and NFTs. And what do I do for a living? I am a handyman contractor, a commercial real estate owner and investor. I also do work on my own properties. I'm a crypto investor, entrepreneur, and uh, but that's a small fraction of who I am in one minute. How was that? That's awesome. We're we're uh, happy to have you on the team. So, uh, all right, and uh, V Shape, uh, I know you like to talk a lot, so I'm going to let you go, and then we're going to introduce the lead dev. Hey guys, uh, maybe some of you guys know me already. Uh, I'm Luna V Shape. I've been here before the crash of Luna Classic, um, used all the DeFi products, um, also De DeFi nerd um, and love it to play around and get some yield. Yeah, and then uh, I basically stayed through the crash at Luna Classic and at some point I moved a little bit over to Luna 2.0, but Happy Caddy Crypto actually got me back uh, interested in Luna Classic and uh, yeah, I was here for the ride as well, the 10x. And uh, yeah, still here trying to uh, get the chain up and running again. Um, yeah. And we're we're glad that you're on the team because uh, the the business acumen of Luna V Shape is unparalleled when it comes to just general business and and marketing and just knowing what's good and what's not good because he's been pivotal in this whole entire journey. So the. What we're trying to do with the Sapiens is we're trying to capitalize on the the liquid staking derivatives and provide more utility on top of utility. And the lead dev is Renzo from the Elbun project. He's involved with so many things right now. So I'm going to give him a chance. He can introduce himself and he's got some other things going on that he's going to want to tell you about as well. Go ahead, Renzo. Hey, hello, everybody. I'm glad to be here with uh, all these heavy hitters. Uh, I think that working together like this, we're definitely going to make a difference. Uh, we're already moving in the right direction, um, and we just need to continue the momentum. Uh, like he said, I'm going to be the, the lead developer. Um, I don't know if uh, most of you guys know me in here, uh, but the uh, Elbum project has been on chain for, I think, about six months now, a little bit longer. Um, the project itself existed for a little bit longer because we were uh, on Solana, and we were also on... Um, Terra two persons. We, we were able to get on. That. Anyways, everything is on chain now. 
uh, we focused uh, on that. Uh, I had, like, like uh, Jerry said, I have been uh, reaching out to different projects that need development, right? I've got quite a bit of Cosmosm experience, and uh, I've been working with uh, several teams. I've got three teams that I'm working with right now, and I'm, I'm doing a bunch of development for them. And it's, it's, not my, it's not my project, it's their project, right? But we need to help each other out um, because that's the only way forward, right? We're, this, this, is, it, it, this has to be uh, not uber competitive where we're killing each other, right? We, we need to cooperate with each other. Obviously, we all have our own, our own goals. And that's why I'm super excited to be working with Jerry. It's not separate than, than Elbun, right? So I'm not uh, working in Elbun's capacity when I'm with, uh, with Jerry and the other project. Um, a little bit about myself. I've got uh, um, maybe like 25 years of coding experience. Uh, I work for a uh, a huge cybersecurity company. I don't want to say the name here, but uh, uh, that's what I do. I, I manage a bunch of uh, uh, defenders, they call them, of networks. So we've got an enterprise network that's uh, worldwide, and uh, that's what I do. I manage those. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about Elbun. I think you did want me to just uh, sprinkle on there the NFT project that we have going on. Did you want me to talk about that real quick? Yeah, because you, yeah, you have a NFT project. Yeah, so and it's, I haven't really promoted it uh, much because I'm in the pr process of uh, making sure that the white paper has enough detail in there, but all of our NFTs are on a Big Bang X. Um, we, you guys are familiar with the fact that we are, the Elbun project is the only uh, project on Luna Classic that is uh, proof of work, right? So we're both proof of work and proof of stake. All our other base is is, uh, is mined by hardware miners, uh, and then that gets bridged over to uh, Classic, and then we use EOS after that. Um, so what I've done is uh, there's a lot of people that want to get involved in the mining. However, they don't have the equipment, they don't have the know-how, they don't have the time. So what we've done is we've created a collection of NFT miners. And so these NFT miners, uh, it's kind of like in the same spirit of the hardware miners, except that you get in there by buying the NFT and then we're doing virtual blocks of one hour. We're going to have 24 winners, block winners per, uh, per day. And then we're going to run that out for, uh, for 12, 12 months. Um, so that way people can get excited and involved in mining, even though it's not is not through a hardware, but uh, whatever we raise there goes to uh, mostly to the hardware miners, um, uh, paying them for creating the base, uh, the base token off chain on the side chain. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a little bit different than uh, a lot of uh, the other NFT projects, obviously, because um, so we're not focused on feeding anything. We're not focused on like having the best artwork. What we're focused on is getting a group of individuals together to support the project. Uh, support mining, and then bring uh, an additional um, utility to the blockchain. Thank you, Jerry, for uh, for having me, uh, for giving me this time to speak. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, if anybody wants to know more information, by all means, follow the Elbun Project and Renzo there. And they're going to be featured on a podcast in the future so that we can delve a little bit deeper into these NFTs because I'm excited to hear more about it myself. All right, so I think we introduced everybody that's here. I'm not sure if Tonko showed up. I know Yuda's probably in bed right now, so 
uh, they're the artists. They're doing brilliant, brilliantly well on the Bone Society. I think they look amazing. Um, I can only brag that I've uh, put together some of the backgrounds, so uh, that's not much. <laughs> but but <laughs> I'm I'm going through the the color theory aspect, and I'm getting a lot of help from other people. Digital Apnea is also taking a look at it and helping me out and looking at these combinations and making sure everything is good before we launch. And then it's just going to be uh, when Backbones gives us the go ahead, it's, it's going to be ready to go. But timing's everything. We're going to try to get it done appropriately the first time. So everything's good. But uh, outside of that, we have a I have a celebrity down there, Bleaves. Uh, I'm not sure if you want to say hi to the Luna Classic community. I know you've been out of the... Uh, limelight a little bit here and there but i saw that you created a video the other day on luna classic so if you do want to come up just request the mic we'll get you up here i and if uh so all the other nft projects that have joined that i talked to or that i have on the list please request we'll get you up as soon as we can and uh i think that the swamps down there we got young punks down there we got retro raccoons now these are pro some of these projects are on ethereum blockchain but Everyone here is into NFTs. If you don't have an NFT on the Ethereum, uh, I would be surprised, but uh, I do. And I love my NFTs on Ethereum as well. And these are really good uh, communities to get involved with because they have some really cool ideas. And uh, JG, you might want to, there might be an opportunity to speak with young punks about some of their cool stuff down the road because there might be some collaboration efforts there as well. Please, I'm going to get you up right now. Hey, Bleeves, how you doing today? Hey, what's going on, man? I do not mean for my charts to always be right like that, by the way. It has been blind luck up to this point. Blind luck? Are you sure? I think you know how to read charts, man. Uh, well, I think Luna Classic has been kind of easy because you you really know what's going on. And because even if there is drama and stuff like that that's going on, it's really in your face and there's nothing, there, there's no kind of, you know, you know what's going to happen when there's um when somebody does something incorrect or wrong or something like that i mean it's just it's just been fairly easy like i, I made charts the last couple of days saying that i think we're going to have this big spike and of course we have a big spike which ironically was not for the reason that i thought but you know when you're up 10 percent on a day you just you take the win and you and you and you go with it, but there, there's some big stuff that's getting ready to happen for Luna Classic in the next. Uh, I, I mean, I and it's not directly related to Luna Classic, by the way. For anybody paying attention, it's, it's really more Duquan related, and probably is going to change the perception of Duquan in a lot of people's eyes over the next bunch of days as these lawsuits kind of make their way through, and as these subpoenas, which have been approved are actually fleshed out so uh, i really think that once we have some some just a, a tiny bit of validation that that duquan and look he's responsible for for not protecting your assets he, he's absolutely responsible for not protecting your assets but at the same time we're not those people anymore this is more of a degen sort of community that's looking for any kind of positive information to come out of it so uh, I, I really think that as the subpoena for Citadel plays itself out, as the subpoena for Genesis plays itself out, uh, we're going to start to see a lot more interest in Luna Classic because people are going to look at it and say, hey, you know what, maybe all of this stuff wasn't as bad as we thought uh, in relation to what we thought he 
did. And I get a feeling that there is a big, big move coming uh, just because of that. That is insightful. I like hearing that. And, you know, there are a lot of things going on in Luna Classic. And I talked to somebody off chain in another Cosmos chain today. And um, they're Rack FM. They're associated with Stargaze uh, uh, NFT launch pad. Yeah. And they they asked, what, Luna Classic's still building? I was like, yeah. Well, I mean, there's still stuff going on. And they they didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a small world. Cosmos is a small world. And we're reaching out to you know, everybody in the cosmos on these spaces. And we're also reaching out to some uh, awesome projects on the Ethereum side as well. Retro Raccoons came up and this is a dope project. They have dope spaces because they play 80s music guys in their spaces because the Retro Raccoons is based around 80s culture. And uh, PCK, are you the one behind the mic right now? I am. I am. Thank you for the intro. Yeah, let us know what Retro Raccoons is about and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, awesome. Um, is it okay if I pop something up on the top? Absolutely. All right, so let me just uh, pop this up here. Uh, yeah, I am PCK. I've been in Web3 here for a little over two years now. Um I've been an investor relations person for small publicly traded companies for about 20 years. And when Web3 started heating up, especially with the NFT side of things, uh, one of my clients at the time was looking to sort of expand into, you know, that little division or create a little division for themselves to get a little extra publicity and uh, make them look a little sexier, as they say. Uh, by being involved in some cool technology and all that other stuff. So the way I am, I dove into it and um, we started a division, et cetera. And uh, when things started cooling off a little bit, they said, oh, that's it. Um, me personally, I fell in love with it. Uh, I love collectibles. Uh, personally, I am a collector myself in sports cards, memorabilia, all that, all those particular things. Um, so it was right up my alley. I totally understood it. It was just a, a digital thing um, versus, um, you know, something that you can actually touch. But let's look at it this way. You could have a sports car. Let's say it's a Mickey Mantle rookie. Uh, it's still on a piece of cardboard, right, at the end of the day. So, yeah, you can physically touch it, but you're giving value to something that really is just a piece of cardboard. Um, it's just it's just rare. And, um, yeah, you can get it graded. And that sort of authenticates it or certifies it. But that's sort of what the blockchain's doing, right? So um, I totally understood the parallels. And uh, my mission has been to uh, grow Web3 and uh, share um, with others and educate them on the parallel. And I think, um, you know, in order for Web3 to grow, we, we need to bring on um, more Web2, not only people, but company companies i should say um so uh i got involved with uh the golden baboons uh the latter part of this past year actually the company behind it which um i'll also be speaking for the golden baboons too uh they were a web 2 company that wanted to get involved into web 3 and i uh did some consulting for them and became a project manager 
and uh, eventually expanded into a personal project for me, which is the Retro Raccoon. So let, let's go there. Uh, I am a little bit older in Web3, uh, you know, definitely know the 80s. And I've often uh, taken a stance where I just want to take a step back and sort of see what is the space missing. Um, try and be innovated to new ideas out there because I think everyone gets tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. Um, but I also wanted something that was my own and that was personal to me. And so that was the nostalgia side of things. Uh, I often found that whenever I talk about anything from the eighties or things from the childhood, uh, it brought back wonderful memories. And I sat there and said, this would be an amazing thing. If, if we could have, Spaces, as Jerry was saying, playing these 80s music, it brings back wonderful memories. Uh, a lot of the traits uh, incorporated the toys, the music, the, the movies, TV shows, all from that time period. And it brought back wonderful memories. Uh, whenever we have discussions in spaces, it's always one of those things. Oh, I used to have this. Oh, I remember this song. Or, oh, this, um, you know. The movies. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I watched this movie, uh, you know, 50 times. Um, but it was always happy times. It was always happy memories. So if any artist knows out there, if you could create a good feeling with your art, um, that's a good thing. So if this art creates wonderful memories uh, or positive moments uh, for a person, then, hey, this is a success, you know, and, and the collectible side of things, that's great, too. Uh, Utility-wise, the funds that are raised are actually going to be invested into actual nostalgia, and we are going to be using uh, all sorts of platforms, such as Facebook Marketplace, uh, Mercari, eBay, to flip actual um, memorabilia, nostalgia, and funds will be used to continue to progress the project, um, you know, reinvest, create new opportunities for the, um, you know, the, the collection as a whole. So um, we keep that theme going. Uh, we are doing, we wanted to do a free mint. We had a little speed bump. Uh, a bot got a hold of us and um, they whipped through a whole chunk. Um, so we stopped it did a um, a new contract, and here we are. Um, at the moment, if you look up top, you can see we're minting two of them right now for 0.002 ETH. Uh, that sort of stops the bots. They don't like to pay anything at all, so even though it's just a little amount, it sort of stops them. Also running into some challenging, because of all this crypto trading right now, uh, gas fees are crazy. So um, definitely, by all means, if you have an Ethereum wallet, you can pick up two of these super, super cheap. Just wait for the gas to get a little bit cheaper. But um, yeah, if you, even if you look at that picture, you're looking at these crazy raccoons. Um, one of them has Beetlejuice outfit and Game Boy, and he has the, uh, the glasses from Ralphie in Christmas Story with those big blue eyes. And uh, he's got the troll hair. We all remember troll. Um, the trolls, but um, those are just some of the, you know, the cool items, traits that are out there. There's over 200 hand-drawn traits. We're utilizing the same artist that drew the golden baboons, except uh, he did it in a different style. 
Um, so that was nice to see uh, that he uh, uh, not style and not using a different medium, but uh, you know, using his skills to do something a little bit different. Um, so that was really, really fun. He's awesome to work with. His name is Sukart Owen. He is out of Indonesia. Very talented gentleman. Oh, my, one of my artists is from Indonesia. Yeah, too. That's, that's so amazing. talented out there. Amazing, amazing artists. I don't know what it is, but uh, they're just super, super good. And it, it's not a big area either, but yet so many amazing artists come from that area. Um, I'm trying to think what else, what else, what else? Yeah, we have a, a lot of prizes that were going on. Um, figure a lot of the people in Web3 love gaming, right? Uh, love fun, love entertainment. So uh, every... we we. Two of them, so it was every five, every 500 will be given away uh, two like um, retro console games. They look like the old uh, earliest Nintendo um, consoles. We have those as prizes. Every 1,000 mints, we're giving away an actual stand up Pac Man arcade game. And we have a lot of retro t shirts that we're doing for prizes. Uh, within our spaces, when we play a little trivia game and stuff like that. We have uh, a lot of good stuff going on there. The biggest battle at the moment is dealing with uh, dealing with the gas, but um, we have a lot of marketing that will be going in effect, um, both on the social media side of things and IRL. Um, we have a uh, retro store uh, gentleman who's going to be helping me a lot. Um, in which we'll be setting up outside the store on weekends and then also some actual shows in which we will have booths um, bringing people aboard and um, trying to introduce them to the uh, online digital collectible side of thing, which which will be quite interesting. But um, that's what we got going on with the Retro Raccoon. If you're older and you love the 80s, you definitely want to check us out. Um, if, especially if you have an Ethereum wallet, please, by all means, um, come and mint too and be a part of our community. Uh, I guarantee you it will stimulate some awesome memories and uh, you should have a good time, especially if you love, love the music. I am a happy member of the community and I minted some as well. And I'm going to mint more because I love the thank 80s. You, thank you. Uh, but I want to highlight my favorite tweet that you guys just did a couple days ago or yesterday i can't remember but the scene it was phoebe phoebe cates do you have a phoebe cates 101 in the collection no just, just out of here that, oh that was a crush for me back then oh my god Ooh, phoebe cates. me as well <laughs> yeah i'm sure people with vhs tapes stopped that scene a, a, a few hundred times every man in their 40s probably watched that scene a hundred times i'm sure i'm sure me only 99 times so i i i don't feel as bad for those guys that did it over 100 um but yes yes that um another one was revenge of the nerds i wanted to include them that was another sort of adultish movies it's like these are the <laughs> the movies we remember because we were told we weren't supposed to see it right it was like taboo to watch these movies and now that we're older it's like uh yeah we can watch this whenever we want but um 
But yeah, those were some of the traits that tried to get in there. Uh, nothing with Phoebe, but we definitely have Spicoli. Uh, we have his hair. We have his outfit. We have his uh, stoner eyes. Um, and we do have a one of one of Spicoli, too. So no shoes, no shirt, no dice. <laughs> Mr. Hand. <laughs> he was the man. Then early Spicoli ordered a pizza in in the classroom way before that one guy did it with Bitcoin. Right. Yeah. Except that poor Bitcoin guy. He paid a little too much for his. Could have bought a couple franchises with with the those bitcoins. I know he didn't uh, know though. He didn't know. He didn't. He didn't. Um. Yeah. So so moving forward, you want me to go right into Golden Baboons? Let's see if I can get another project up, and okay. then you can slide into the other account if you want. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah, that, that works. That works. But um, thank you guys. Anyone have any questions? Uh, feel free to raise a hand. Ask. I don't want to just jump out, but um, I do have Golden Baboons in here, and that's through my computer, and I don't know if I'm able to speak to it. So I may pop out with the Retro Raccoons account and um, just re-log in with the Golden Baboons if that's not a problem, Jerry. Oh, that's fine. Perfectly fine. Uh, just request, and we'll get you up. So I'm going to bring up the Swamp. They have the dopest-looking Crocs on the blockchain, uh, in my opinion. I really like them, and uh, here they come. What's going on, Swamp? Go ahead, uh, introduce yourself, introduce the Crocs, and you do have another project launching soon. And uh, just let everyone know what blockchain the Crocs are on, what blockchain the, the snakes are going to be on. Hey, how are you guys? Can you hear me? Yep, we hear you just great. Awesome. Um, Jerry, thank you for the opportunity. Um, thank you to everybody that's listening as well. Um, we're the Swamp. Um, Originally, um, we had our first um, NFT collection launched in Stargaze. Uh, we minted out. Uh, it was a really good project. Um, it was called Swamp Crocs. Our theme based um, was a comic book that would highlight some or most of the Crocs in the collection as well a fun story behind it that my daughter and myself um kind of like came up with at the same time she's only three so she helped me here and there with little inputs on the collection and whatnot and now we made the switch to backbone labs uh thanks to jg and his energy and we're ready to launch our second collection which is the pythons and we really look forward to this mint. And the art looks good. Like the pythons look dope, don't they, JG? Yeah, they're fire. And you know what? His comic books are really dope too. So when you go on the site and you, and you scroll through, it's like, oh, this actually still feels like a comic the way it's delivered to you. It's not, you know, it's not so over-rendered or like where it's just so... I don't know how to explain it, but when you go through it, you're like, oh, wow, this totally does feel much, like extremely comic affected and on your screen. You know, it's great. It's great. And I, yeah, love the that fact, was... I love the fact that you do this with your daughter. To me, that's kind of like the icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah, um, she gave me a lot of inputs, to be honest. Uh, I can't take, can't take the credit for it. Maybe the traits, you know, but um, just being fun. Um, 
Sometimes she loves them. Sometimes she hates them. You know, sometimes she cares. I mean, it, it, we always have fun just going through the collection and 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 taking a look at it. Um, also, for um, anybody that's interested right now, we have an open edition collection on Stargaze right now that would give you um, a wireless spot to our brand new collection on Backbone Labs, the Python. So if you mint one of our NFTs, um, you automatically whitelisted. So if you want to take advantage and like our stuff, um, you can go ahead and mint one of the crocs. So yeah, uh, nest that when you get an opportunity, put it up there so that uh, people can easily go to it. And uh, I, I like the Crocs and the and the Pythons. They look really cool. Um, also, I have a, like I know there's a lot of utility and things like that that I that I got through uh, Base Token and you know Renzo. There's a lot of moving parts there. I'm going to be super busy, but I like to have fun as well. Just like uh, what PCK from Retro Raccoons was talking about. And I have an idea to kind of put Luna Sapiens and Bone Society kind of together in a comic book strip. And I was thinking of maybe using my own personal funds to try to to do something like that. But maybe we, there's a collaboration effort between us at some point to implement something like that. I do have artists that could probably be involved as well. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to talk on, offline about that if you're interested. Sure thing. Absolutely. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, 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 none whatsoever. I mean, we're open to collaborations. All right, so we have, uh, I see Tonko down there. Tonko, if you want to come up, you can say hi. We did introduce everybody else in the team, but I'd, be, I'd like to introduce you as well. But before that, let's have Golden Baboons. Uh, Swamp, are you, are you done? Do you have uh, some last words? And then uh, PCK will talk about the Golden Baboons. Um, no, that's it. Um, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, thank you, JG, as well. And um, look forward to seeing you guys on our Twitter page and, and Mint in our collection. Um, thank you so much. Uh, Bonesy looks amazing. Can't wait to mint. And let's go, guys. Let's do it. We appreciate that. And uh, nest, nest that, uh, nest the tweet up there that uh, leads everybody to that minting page. On, on, uh, is it on Stargaze? Yeah, on Stargaze. We'll do. We'll do. Okay. So yeah, don't leave the speaker panel until you do that. Golden baboons, go ahead. Wow, PC Key back again. Aren't you guys lucky you get to hear me all over again? Wow. Um, but yeah, here for the Golden Baboons, an absolute amazing project uh, that we've built so far. We've met a lot of milestones already and things are just, uh, you know, continuing to escalate. Uh, we're at an exciting point right now. Um, but before I get to that point, let's give you a little background. So uh, as I messed mentioned earlier i'm involved with investor relations and we came across a, a publicly traded company the stock timber ticker symbol is aabb uh they trade on the otc markets they're a junior gold miner stock is about a little over two cents a share and uh they uh weren't physically mining the gold yet they had their their leases or their claims and uh, they eventually got themselves in their own crypto coin, which is AABBG, which stands for AABB Gold. That came out in 2021. 
And uh, as they saw the NFT market sort of getting a little, you know, hot or they wanted a little extra to sort of build a digital assets division, uh, we uh, came on as consultants to help them bring an NFT project to life. The amazing thing was uh, they already had a passionate shareholder base. So uh, as anyone knows, starting a, um, a project and building community is always a, a big, big challenge. And to be able to hit the ground running was awesome because of that passionate shareholder base that they already had. Uh, and it was the epitome of what I was trying to do before, and that's uh, bringing Web 2 into Web 3. So for a lot of these shareholders, these golden baboons were their very first NFT ever. And there's so many of them that um, are now in multiple projects and they absolutely love Web3 and, and they're reaping the benefits of not only being a stock investor, but seeing what NFTs are all about. Um, so the company, you know, sat there and said, hey, you know, we want to get into, you know, these NFTs. And then it was like, well, hey, well, we need a base character. And they're like, oh, we're going to go with um, a baboon. Um, why a baboon? Uh, a lot of these shareholders felt that their stock was being suppressed or shorted or, you know, all those other things, just like um, AMC and um, GameStop. And since the stock ticker symbol was AABB, which if you pronounce it, it's like AB. Um, someone sat there and, and coined the name the AB or Baboons. And um, the fact that they did in mind gold is, hey, let's go with golden baboons, because I think there really is a golden baboon out there. So that is where all that derived from. Um, we went to a couple of artists that we know. Um, I even tried myself and uh, they didn't like anything. I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to be a picky client. And uh, so we ended up uh, using uh, 99 designs those familiar with them they actually have contests and we had over a hundred or so entries we put up a, a big prize and um to try and get the best out there and uh we got some some great entries uh we narrowed it down to four and uh i really feel that if any four of the artists ended up winning uh the project um definitely could have did very well um, but we went with the particular artist, Suckard Owen, who I was talking about before. Again, very talented. Uh, definitely a benefit because he had NFT experience. So he understood that these were going to have to be drawn in layers and that you know, individual traits and all that other stuff. So that was a definite plus for him. So um, we built the art, built the traits. Uh, we ended up um, allowing shareholders to get theirs at a, at a great discount price. And we had a whitelist then we opened it up to public. Um, eventually what helped us get over the edge and actually get minted out an 8,888 project was uh, we allowed for their actual coin or token, which is the AABBG token to, um, to be used in order to mint these out on top of the ability to use Ethereum. So back to well, what are we going to do with this project? I sat there and said, hey, you know, you need to have a good utility. What is going to set you guys apart from all the other projects out there? 
And they sat there and said, hey, why don't we back it with real actual gold? And I sat there and I said, that's a great idea. So the company has agreed to back every NFT with a half of gram of gold, which at today's prices is about $30 or so. Um, what does that mean? That sort of means or sort of creates a, a floor level. So while a lot of these NFTs, if they're unsuccessful, they could almost go down to zero, right? Well, at least with the backing of the gold, it could go down to the value of whatever that gold is, which is about $30 or so. But the main thing in, in message that we're trying to get across is that we want these to trade just like every other collectible out there. And that's based on its rarity and collectability and, and all that other stuff. So a lot of people have asked, well, are these redeemable for gold? Um, no, not at the, this time, but we want everyone to know that they are backed by the, the company has set up a part um, or set aside the um, the amount of gold so that uh, they have plenty to back um, all the NFTs in the particular project. There are 10 one of ones, which are amazing. They're of special characters. And um, those are backed by one troy ounce of gold, which is like two grand. So that's pretty cool. Um, so besides that, I'm one of those persons, we got to do more. We got to do more. So we've developed a, an entertainment utility uh, or entertainment as a utility behind this. And we want to have um, special game nights, uh, at least a majority or events or things that we can do every day of the week to keep our holders uh, connected and involved and interactive and also have something fun to um, sort of attract other people in Web3. Uh, on Mondays, we stream Monday Night Football, and it's Monday Night Movie Night outside of football season. Tuesdays, we do Book Club, which is motivational and inspirational. And Wednesday, we actually have Poker Nights. We use Green Visor Gang uh, for almost 30 weeks now. They do an absolute wonderful job. On Thursday nights is our Bingo Night. And I definitely want to talk more about our bingo night. That is a five game collaboration with uh, three to four other projects. I would definitely love if you are an Ethereum project or a Solana project, I'd love to uh, have you potentially participate. And uh, sort of what we do is we allow, uh, you know, projects, the founders or community managers to come on in and sort of talk about their project for about 10 minutes or so. And they also donate um, an NFT or a couple of them, depending on their price, um, as a prize that everyone gets to play for. In turn, we, besides that 10 minutes of talk time, we also give you uh, 10 bingo cards to hand out to your holders. These bingo cards are actual NFTs also on the Ethereum blockchain under Golden Baboons Bingo. And uh, these NFT cards are your actual bingo cards and they're used to play. So those holders, not only do they get an NFT, but they're there to potentially win and also support you when you come up. The other awesome thing is that these are good forever. So they can come back every Thursday night and play to continue to win. Or it's an NFT. If they don't like it, they can throw it up on the secondary market. Um, or, of course, transfer it to a friend or something like that. 
but um, we'd love to uh, hear from you. Uh, we've about six weeks in now. It's continuing to grow every single week. And um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a nice alternative to poker, which poker is seems to be everywhere. I love poker, but like I said, it's a nice change and it's a lot of fun. Uh, our holders get to hear about other projects and, um, you know, other projects get to hear about what the Golden Baboons have in store. As our final game, we actually give away a, a Golden Baboon. Um, on Fridays, we're going to be building... Um, in working with Bad A Billiards, another Ethereum-based project that has created a billiards or eight ball pool application on both iOS and Android. And uh, they have customized a room just for the Golden Baboons where the, the table felt is watermarked and they have special cue, not cues, uh, cue sticks and all that good stuff um, and other graphics that... Uh, involved golden baboon sort of graphics and um it's really really cool and we'll have uh tournaments there whether they're bracket style where there's start with 16 and go all the way down to eight four two and one or one of those uh we'll see who can get the most wins playing one-on-one -on -one, uh over you know one hour two hour time period but those are some of the fun things that we have going or that are coming to the Golden Baboons on top of it being gold backed. So uh, we continue to build um, where we're having a secondary project that is going to be minting on Solana. And that's going to be by the end of the year, we're going to be doing a for every two baboons, you're going to be able to get one of these new ones. They're going to be called the Shorty Rascals or I should say the Golden Shorts Rascal Club. These are the bad guys, the Golden Baboons, which will help in gamification down the road, hopefully in 2024, where we sort of have the good guys versus the bad guys in some particular style. We have an other side deed, um, which is incorporated into our lore. I know I'm going on a little long here, but bear with me. Uh, almost done. Um, our lore uh basically is built around this other side deed it's a it's a golden land with arches and this is uh we named tequila falls why tequila falls well the scold company actually has mines down in mexico and that's why we sort of have that mexican theme with a lot of the stuff and these mines are actually in tequila mexico and so we've incorporated or will be incorporating the agave the tequila the um, the gold mining, all those things, and um, the shorts are is going to have the theme of Wall Street type guys too, um, that are trying to short or suppress the the company stock, etc. So uh, all that is coming. Uh, we went to Solana because of uh, OpenSea did not like the fact that we backed the NFTs with gold. So they sort of kicked us off there. So uh, looksrare.org seems to be our home for our secondary market. That's where the uh, majority of the volume comes from. But in order to avoid something like this happening again, we just sat there and said, you know what? We're going to go to Solana. And um, I think that will also be helpful when we do the game side of things and um yeah any questions please please comment so, so i can't buy a golden baboon on OpenSea right now you cannot we're disabled there 
that oh my gosh i i love the golden baboons and i don't have one yet i was gonna pick one up but i decided to buy an angry ape instead well so don't don't be mad that, at me that, that's not <laughs> that's because it becomes questionable of it being a security i guess yeah there's something about um the gold part is a commodity uh because the it's not um redeemable at that time we sort of could fight it but they're choosing not to at this time um but we also wanted to have it so that if you know looks rare didn't work out either that we had a uh we were just going to bring the whole project over to another chain but uh so far so good with um you know looks rare awesome well i uh i don't i don't think i not sure if i was following this account i think i followed it today i wasn't following it with the i have you know i i probably follow it with my uh, personal account but uh i'm gonna pick up a golden baboon because it just sounds cool and i don't i haven't played bingo yet because i'm so busy in the back end so many times but uh i do want to hit up bingo at some point and i have been talking to shell's orb uh their their community guy and they are interested uh it's just the task of trying to get you guys linked together because they got a lot going on with one of their collections right now uh, with the art getting released soon. And they're just so busy that every time I communicate with them, it's like, yeah, that's interesting. And then it, it kind of falls through because they're so busy. Oh, hundred percent. I know exactly what you're talking about. I get the same thing. They're like, Oh, I'm just so busy right now. I want to do it. It sounds so fun. And for every founder that has participated, they're like, wow, that was, that was so fun. Our, we're in the discord right now and you know our holders are loving it and so it's a great positive experience um and i try and make it as easy as possible for them it's like all you got to do i'll uh you know i'll get you the bingo cards i will you know um explain everything for you all you got to do is just distribute the cards and show up to you know talk shill whatever you want to call it about your project for 10 minutes at a particular time and um you know, send the the winner their particular NFT. Uh, in the past, I sort of accepted it, but with, when gas prices are high, you know, I'm just trying to save the you know the extra gas fees of us getting it to our, our wallet and then you know sending it out again. We're paying you know an extra gas fee in there, so um, I try and make it as simple as possible. Only need uh, two minutes of their time, you know, to explain it. But uh, if there are any other projects out there, like I said, if you're on ETH or, or uh, Solana, uh, definitely would love to hear from you because for our players, it's awesome to to see a, a fresh project in there and learn about them and, and try and win something new and shiny because they've never heard or seen it before. So I, I see uh, just when I was talking about it, Nikki's down there. Nikki, if you want to come up and ask him some questions or at least get the conversation started. If you want to do that bingo thing, uh, this is the person to talk to. And then, uh, young punks, your time is coming up soon. So if you could request the mic, I'll get you up here. And then, uh, I think we have, uh, rebels King might have some questions for you. I'm going to put him on the mic real quick. Rebels King, you got, you can go ahead and have the mic, uh, young, young punks. I'm, I'm bringing you up right now. You'll be next. I just, Hi guys, I just wanted to come and say hello. I um minted 
three at the start. So I've been here the whole time, but obviously just had some time to get in. And um, yeah, I traded traded two for a green visor so I could play poker. But um, yeah, just come up, say hello and show some love and yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Been here since the start and ain't going nowhere. Thanks. All right, so uh, Young Punks has a very innovative uh, utility along with what they got going on, but I can't explain it because it's a little bit over my head and I don't know how to explain it, but they can explain it better than I can. So go ahead, it's your time. Hey, Jerry, can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Cool. I'm uh, I'm currently on my way home from a trip out with the kids, so I have to apologize for any noise. Um, Okay, so... Young Punks are ERC-7221 NFTs that use ERC-6551 technology to give every Young Punk a wallet. So this means that every Young Punk is its own digital identity with its own history, its own inventory system, its own XP system. It means that your NFT can own other NFTs. It can own any EVM-compatible NFT or token. And this is open source technology. It's available to everyone. It's not just young punks. It is available to everyone. The, the big goal that we are aiming for is to deliver an open source, sufficiently decentralized social media platform. And for every person who joins that social media platform, they get a unique one-of-one one NFT each that they can claim. And by claiming that NFT, they get access to full platform rewards and full features. So to, to kind of visualize this idea, if, if everyone here just goes and just clicks on their MetaMask extension, you'll see that there is a little artwork next to your account name, and that is called a blocky. And every account ever created will have an individual unique blocky, and that is what Young Punks will be for Thursday, our social media platform that we'll be launching uh, late February at East Denver. Did we lose you? Are you still there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. So, so Young Punks are the are the NFT. Thursday is kind of the big goal, the open source social media platform, and in between now. And and February, we'll be launching the first ERC sixty five fifty one native marketplace. We'll be launching a very very small but fun PvP game for uh, for young punks. Um, top down, um, top down MMO RPG style game where you can see everyone live. You can walk up to someone, interact with them. We've done live multiplayer tests of this on Spaces already. Um, but there you will be able to wager Ypunk, which is our which is our native platform token. If you don't want to wager Ypunk, that's fine. You can still fight for XP, work your way up the leaderboard, and earn some prizes at the end of each season if you're up in the top 10, 15, 20, whatever the community decides via our DAO. Ypunk being our native platform token will be used throughout our ecosystem. And our ecosystem is open source. So anyone can build on kind of the Young Punks protocol. Um, 
This also means that anyone can plug into our rewards ecosystem and 80% of all of our platform fees, all of the marketplace fees, all fees across our ecosystem, 80% of that goes back into the ecosystem and to the users of our ecosystem. And the more people that build on this protocol, the stronger the protocol becomes, just like nodes on a blockchain. Um, Ypunk has a total supply of 69 billion, 420 million. And while we were doing the tokenomics plan for Ypunk, we, as you can imagine, were researching other token launches, open fair, open fair distributions. And what I didn't like was private sales. I'm not a huge fan of VCs and private investors locking up tokens that the community can't get access to. And we all know what happens. If they're losing money, they're going to dump them. If they're making money, they're going to dump them. So we, we decided to flip that model on its head and have allocated 6.9% of the total supply, which is just under 4.8 billion, to something called the punk pool. And anyone can get access to the punk pool by buying punk points. And that's on youngpunks.social forward slash punk points. It's 0.0042 ETH uh, on the Optimism Network to get to punk points. And on December 1st, when the punk pool closes, your percentage of punk points against everyone else in that pool will determine your percentage of the punk pool. So if you've got 1% of the supply of punk points by December 1st, you'll get 1% of those 4.8 billion tokens. That's exciting. And so I've been working a lot and I haven't been able to, uh, to, do, to get mine because uh, I'm an angry ape holder. Is it too late for me to get involved? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So uh, we, we did set aside, we pre-minted 1,500 punk passes and those are specifically for community partnerships. They will stay available for those community partnerships until they are all gone. And that's a hundred per community. You being an angry ape, you have access to that until those hundred are gone. So if that takes a year, it takes a year. Well, that makes me feel a heck of a lot better because I thought I was going to miss miss the boat on that one. No, no, no. Uh, there's there's a punk pass with your name on it, Jerry. Don't worry. All right, cool. <laughs> Awesome. And uh, JG had to leave, but uh, Backbone Labs, and I'm not sure they're still in here, but uh, I know that I offered you a spot on the podcast in the future to go into a little bit more detail about your, you know, your personal story and a little bit more about in detail about Absolutely. what your project That's is. Great. But um, I, I think there would be some opportunity because the people in the cosmos like to hear bullish talk like what you're talking about right now. Just imagine being able to go over into a a rust driven environment instead of solidity yeah. and maybe yeah. being able to do some similar things because uh at the end of the day or should i say at the end of the day maybe at the end of the decade all of these blockchains <laughs> are connected <laughs> right yeah i mean this is i mean this is something that future primitive are, are specifically working on now it's it's how can we stop being so um chain individualistic and how can we work cross chains um so the the kind of next big step for erc 6551 is that you can send and interact with you, you can interact with other blockchains so this would be 
because your NFT is a wallet, that means that you can connect two applications as your wallet. And the idea would be that you can do so in a cross-chain capacity. And they actually did their first cross-chain transaction the other day on Testnet. And we are patiently awaiting more information about that. Gotcha. I think Happy's got a question. He had his hand up. Go ahead, Happy. Yeah, please. Uh, I'm propping milk currently for my coffee, so I'm sorry about the uh, the noise. But honestly, for me, everything that you've just spoken about, it's like package that down, make that into blockchain communication sort of link between it, wrap it, do it, uh, however you need to. But the power of technology like that on a Cosmos-based chain is just insane. The idea that your NFTs are wallets and they hold more NFTs, they have a leveling system, it's experience system. You know, for me, these are the kind of tools we need in DeFi, Jerry. And without making these kind of connections and doing these kind of podcasts, it's always left in the wind, isn't it? Kind of like, well, we could have done that or it could have worked. Or yeah, I think this is great. I really, really like the way this is built. I, honestly, I love it. Thank you for that. Can can enlighten me? Uh, Cosmos chain, EVM compatible or not? Or is that so all we talking right here? From my experience previously, anything that was ported over from the ERC side of things, side of things. Was, always, always, was always done in a wrapped manner. Um, from what I'm aware, with Alliance being brewed up, Feather, and all of those different things, it could be possible, yes, because somebody's just developed a system which allows someone who writes like JavaScript and stuff like that to work on the Cosmos. So I think there's all sorts of interesting tools coming that it, it opens up a lot more doors for somebody like you. And if, I mean, and if, I mean, if, if, if you do a if partnership, you do a partnership with anybody, anybody over here. here. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Go He's ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that uh, there are blockchains on Cosmos that are uh, EVM compatible. So that's uh, 100% possible. Um, but that, that, so that, 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 that must mean that must mean the cause. Oh, I'm getting some feedback. Oh, happy. feedback happy. Somebody's got their microphone feed on. I think it was Elbun. Yeah, yeah. Just we just got to mute in between. That's all. But but yeah, um, Backbone Labs uh, base token over there, Renzo. Uh, could be some partnership opportunities in the Cosmos for you guys in the future. And that's what I mentioned to you earlier that uh, you know you get on the podcast. I open up my network to you. We can get the, you talking to the right people over here and you can make things happen. Of course, obviously, growth, uh, slow growth is usually better growth, but uh, at least getting the conversation started for you. Jerry, Jerry, well, I mean, just, answer your, just answer your man's question about EVM. So, yeah, like uh, Ethermint, which became Evmos, was the original mm -hmm. like EVM like, connection, but evm and cosmos has got a very very long and dot like deep history it's it's a quite a weird little thing and they still haven't got it right sorry bro you asked so yeah it became evmos and that wasn't the greatest success in the world where well, cosmos has not had the greatest success with evm let's just put it that way uh celestia hopefully will be curing this with the different plugins especially the uh, cosmosm plugin i'm very excited about with the stack but yeah bro evm and cosmos like and that's why binance like Binance created like their first chain, and it was like, "Nah, bro, sorry, bye, bye." Yeah, no worries, man. There. That is Rack FM right there, guys. They did make a guest appearance. I said they might, and they're here. So, 
Awesome. We'll go to them after Young Punks is done. Go ahead, uh, Young Punks. Yeah, I mean, so the so the my thoughts are is that if there is even if there is such a thing as as a wrapper that that makes something on Cosmos um, EVM compatible, then that opens the door for let's just say if it's an NFT on Cosmos and it's now EVM compatible, then it can use sixty five fifty one on a on a theoretical level, and I, I'd like to explore that. And with regards to to partnerships. Partnerships are slow and organic, and, and I think the Angry Apes will, will attest to that, that I'm more interested in working with people who want to build cool shit, not necessarily people that are just trying to build hype and make shit sell out fast. We've all been around long enough to know how shit that feels, and that's not what I'm aiming to do. I would rather build solid friendships that are partnerships that can work towards building cool tech, which is what we'll be doing with with Angry Apes, which is what we'll be doing with all of our partners going forward. Happy, go ahead. Yeah, so for me, but the fact that someone's mentioned EVA and compatibility and everything, it is possible. For me, it just feels like the Cosmos has always got to a point where when it did get going, something really bad happens i.e the crash and that's kind of like what happened with white whale they were around before the crash now if you look at nft projects in our sector it's always down to the same thesis we have a chain we have a user and we have a hammer and they can only hammer and that being like staking so the majority of projects on our chain rely heavily on staking as their utility use case now Put yourself in an environment where you've just figured out how to port that over to the cosmos. You've packaged it down into an open source system as to which people can utilize it. It's all interwoven. I mean, you've just provided a huge tool belt to like a, a community that has no tools. So giving them them tools would, would give the ability for people to think to themselves, well, maybe I'm not going to hammer this time. Maybe I won't stake and maybe I'll build it differently. And maybe we'll do this because we can have a treasury off chain and we can, you know, it's, it's all about bringing these tools forward at this point. It really is. I mean, I, I personally believe that the the kind of old model, which is which is the past six years of buy, sell, transfer, stake, is not dead, but it's not enough anymore. We need to look at inventory systems. We need to look at social scores. We need to look at on-chain certifications. We need to look at highlighting uh an nft's history we need to be able to connect nfts together we need nfts to be able to connect to applications and so on and so forth and this is what 6551 brings to the table every time i hear this guy talk i get excited <laughs> it, it never fails i mean it's excitable stuff because if you think about uh cosmos as it is with nfts in our sector jerry they are more or less like a they have a contract bound system and you can hold coins in the contract but that's not the same as like a wallet right and imagine if each nft on chain actually had a wallet now tying back history and where it's been who's had it the prices and stuff that does happen on chain here but not to the extent of really utilizing it for what it is so the fact that you know you're able to forever track the history of something it's brilliant it really is brilliant because you can't be lied to someone can't tell you oh well, i picked it up for this price and 
you know, I paid this much for it. Instead, you're you're not getting the trust me, bro thing. You're getting actual relative feedback from actual technical data. Man, you're getting me excited. I'm like, dude, what can we do with this kind of thing, you know? I think think about how I feel every day. Every day we're we're realizing more and more use cases for sixty five fifty one, and it truly is like trying to work out. If you were back in nineteen ninety three, trying to work out what the internet was going to look like in twenty twenty three, you would have been way off the mark. And I believe that that is what sixty five fifty one brings to the NFT industry for us. This is emer- This is this is emerging market here in NFT spaces. So. Uh, I'm glad that you decided to come on my space. I'm honored that you came in here to explain what you got going on because I think there's definitely some things moving forward that can really establish the young punks and also reach out across all the blockchains. And Cosmos doesn't just come with one blockchain. It comes with many. So, and and compatible with Solana as well. So my my suggestion to everyone in here who's running a project and anyone in here that owns an NFT, which I should fully expect is all of you, is go to tokenbound.org and see if you can deploy your NFT with 6551. It's two buttons and you can turn your NFT into a wallet and you can really start to see what is possible. You can also go to my pinned tweet and you can see our proof, uh, our proof of concept our first use case, that's Punk Zero. Uh, Punk Zero is the NFT which holds all of our native platform token. And we are we have a meeting with Benny Jiang, creation, co-creation of 6551 tonight, to confirm whether we will be the first ever NFT to do a, uh, to do a token distribution from inside of itself. Uh, and you can see that that NFT owns an NFT and it owns some Ethereum all of our white punk token and a punk points. So just a, just a little proof of concept there. That's amazing. Could you could you nest that pin tweet up there too, just so everybody has something to go to? And if you guys are interested, can, in yeah, that stuff, give him a follow because I mean, just hearing about it makes me excited about the future of NFTs. So, um, Tonko, oh, go ahead, Happy, go ahead. Sorry, I just wanted to sneak in there because. I, I completely forgot to mention, if anybody wants to get involved with earning a free Penguin's NFT, specifically an anime one, which is a unique Halloween theme-based one, you can go and enter our competition at our Twitter handle. I'll, I'll leave a link to it up top. I should probably should have started with that when I did my bit earlier. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to remind people to nest things. Uh, that's I'll do better next time. The, the next space that we do have, uh, in regards to the NFTs is going to be hosted by Backbone Labs account down there. You can see them uh, right under the speakers, the blue check mark account that they have. And then I will be co-hosting it. And and moving forward, that's what it'll be. So it'll give them an opportunity to give updates on their grave diggers if they have any as well. So we have Rack FM in here too. If you could say hi and tell everybody what you got what you guys got going on. Appreciate it. You still there? Are you sleeping on us? Because I know you're in a different country there. Uh, uh. <laughs> All right. Well, if he if he comes back, we'll let him. But Tonko has graced us with his presence, finally. Um, I know he's, you've been down there for quite some time. I want to introduce him as a partner in the Luna Sapiens and uh, Bone Society projects. He, he has done some art for Bone Society, and he's doing some quality checks 
on the art that Yuta has done. So he's cleaning up lines, things like that. Go ahead, Tonko. Hey guys, I just wanted to say what's up. Excited to be uh, part of uh, part of uh, the some of the projects that uh, Jerry just mentioned. And uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, and it's also exciting to see all these projects up here: Young Punks, uh, Retro Raccoons, and uh, the Swamp as well. Yep, we had a we had a pretty good showing this time around, and uh, we have a, another speaker that did come up. Um, Rack, retro rack or not retro raccoons uh rack oh yeah uh, uh, they came back up so uh they'll have an opportunity to speak they have a unique situation over there because they are in a in emerging market within nfts themselves because they produce music rack fm fm if you can speak you can go ahead and start can you hear us or are you still uh, having problems Oh, dude, uh, dude, I do apologize. Uh, a couple of things. I made a rookie mistake. I mean, there's three accounts on this phone and I got a notification from phone and I just clicked it because like I'm trying to onboard musicians to uh, Stargaze and, you know, I got a, I got this DM and I'm like, bang, click. And I, I was like, oh, Jesus, I just switched accounts. So, yeah, apologies for being a player, but I will say I don't know how I can like follow the kind of eloquent, uh, articulate conversation that I've heard from you, you, you fellas below. I love the British accents, by the way. Thank you, fellas, for not all being American. It's past one in the morning. It's quite late in Bangkok. I mean, I don't know what to say. Uh, you've got a few questions, bro. I'm, I'm, I've just took the dogs out. I've just come back. You've got like half an hour. Ask anything you want. <laughs> All right. So you're producing music over there on Stargaze. Can you just tell us a little bit about those projects over there? Because I think that you're kind of leading leading the way over on that particular part of the cosmos. Well, the first thing to realize is none of it was none of it was intentional. And this is what we keep trying to say. It's like purely organic art. When I met Finn, uh, I only knew him as the editor and archiver of uh, Terraspaces.com. And like, I didn't realize that this guy's been making like raps and doing music for like 19 years. Yeah, his first uh, album he dropped, which is pathetic, by the way, terrible. He admits this was like 2004. But he's uh, also, he's on, I think, episode like 814 of the Jam Hall podcast, which is like quite a cool podcast to listen to them just talking about the news. So he's been podcasting since like 2008 producing music since like 2004 and obviously he's quite good with the audio stuff and we didn't actually realize this he was just an editor and archiver and then he just like what do you think about this one day and we were like whoa what what's this and then the other guy was like well can i make some art i mean there's been no forced effort or anything like that it's all been just really cohesionly uh, organic to a degree and it's kind of like shown that you know you can build a Web3 business without having to dox yourself. I mean, some of us are dox, but I think 50% of the team are dox. Six of us, yeah. But you can have a core team. You know, you can be slim. You can, a bit, you know, be frugal. You can run on, like, a tight budget. You can still, like, produce and do it. If people are willing to put in sweat equity, this is the thing about Rack, uh, Rack FM and Rack FM Records PLC, which is the... The label we're going under, and we've got more stuff coming, by the way, not just in, uh, like, it's sweat equity. That's what we're putting in right now, and that's the difference. We are community, you know. So just, just to be very quick, 
we were born out of an NFT project, right? Uh, an NFT project we all loved, those guys, the raccoons, but then they got shit upon by the upper echelons of Cosmos, like often happens. Pull requests ignored for like, you know, 40 days and, you know, three mil raw wallets voting against us, getting incentives on uh, Juno Swap when the first came out. And I could go on and on. Do you know all I did? It just galvanized us and it created this thing where we, the community that we loved, our devs, we just said the devs like, go and dev. We've got one back end, one front end. That's it. We've got one guy on the back end doing a smart contract, does all the randomness, is, you know, assistant professor at a uni, right? And then we've got uh, Zapdos on the front end that does, like, produces some of the most beautiful UIs. Like, if we, well, we did, this is how it ended up, we just became the media arm, but the independent media arm where we weren't beholden to them. And therefore, we can do what we want, but we've got their, like, full support. So why not? Why not do, like, cartoons, you know, EPs? Uh, why not have fun? Where did the fun go in crypto at times? We've just been through the dark winter. NFTs were a safe harbor for many people. I learned that. I got into NFTs late, me. I mean, I got into raccoons, but I didn't trust anything else. I didn't learn to flip NFTs until like in November last year. I'm 10, uh, 11 months into NFT flipping and like making money, proper money on NFTs and learning about how it works, blah, blah. Before this, I was just totally in rack. And I put a lot of money in them, by the way. I've got a, a number of them. Let's put it that way, right? And they're, they're holding their floor price. Well, they're holding their mint price, no problem. Like, we just became this independent media arm. And then we've gone on to find out that we've got rappers, we've got artists, we've got this, we've got space as horse, we've got like, and it's like, well, let's roll. So, yeah, bro, it's, you know, organic projects and, and people who maybe, I mean, you've had some great guests on, right? But we just get people on and on the spaces and that. And we want a campfire chat. You know, these spaces are great. These are the educational stuff. These are the kind of spaces Rack FM doesn't want to have. We want to have your man with a ham sandwich around a campfire and a cheeky beer and just like take the pace and let loose. Like we want to, like that's how we vibe. And we're representing that. Now today we decide to make a music video. Uh, our numbers, we, we kind of believe we're on a... We've just released our sixth sixth track. It's late for me. Sixth track uh, last Friday. We did four tracks on Omniflix. We dropped uh, Imagine the Smell. We dropped GM Farm. You can still buy this, by the way, on Stargaze as an EP right now. If you scroll down on the trending uh, or weird editions on Stargaze, you'll see it's 1K. The current single's on there for like uh, 200 stars, like a book 20. The EP is on there. It's like 13 minutes long, real, like full edited video, like no expense spared. Like we spent weeks working on this shit. But we did four tracks on Omni. Like I say, Imagine the Smell, GM Fam, uh, Plunder, and uh, Little Nightmares. Then because we want to do four EPs on four chains, we basically just left Omni, jumped the Stargaze. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm the businessman. I'm the numbers man. I'm saying to Finn, why are you going to move? I mean, I see Backbone Labs down there. JJ knows us very well. I'll say this. By the time the Finns finish this EP, we've already got the third track. We're just waiting for the art. The fourth track's already in pre-production. We can like have this out by mid to end of November, the EP, and that will be record time. Like I think uh, 29th of September, I think we jumped on Stargaze. To have an EP, four tracks out in this time when it wasn't planned. 
will be epic. But if JJ hasn't got an oi minter and Finn's got records and Ambedo's got art, I'm going to fight all day against going to Backbone Labs and Migaloo. However, if Backbone Labs and Migaloo have got an OA minter, that's where we're headed. And that's that's pretty much all I want to say, dude, is we're not worried about where we've been. We're proud of that. We're worried about where we're going, what's next, who's got what tech. Like, people tend to need to think we're coming to you because, like, you need to be thinking, hey, you want Rack FM over on your chain. So you need to give us the features that we need. We talked about it tonight. Even OE Minter, we told Stargaze, you need to refine this. We've got our devs already got PR requests. So for Backbone Labs, you would miss out on an enormous opportunity, I think. I think we can carry it. By the time we finish, I think we can bring 500 unit users over to Migaloo. For one NFT project, that's not bad, right? And I'll shut up now. Well, that sounds bullish. So I did pin uh, one of Finn's tweets up there. I don't know if that's going to necessarily get people going where they need to go, but that is about your latest release, I believe. Did I get it right? Yeah, bro. Can I be really honest with you? I've had a really difficult week because we've had a lot of success, but Finn's dropped a track and it's personal and it's the first time this has happened. And like a certain person, a certain group have just tried to get us cancelled for in in not it was throw off the cuff comment right like and like they literally were snakes worms beyond belief like really did underhand things to get us cancelled right and it failed miserably and actually it's had the uh you know the streisand effect you know what the streisand effect is jerry yeah yeah dude it's had that we've done like a record like imagine before we moved to stargaze our best sales were 47 singles on plunder that was our best like hit, right? 47 records, yeah. Our first uh, launch on Stargaze was 138. I think the last time I checked on this current single, we're at 219 minutes, I think. And the thing is, people don't even want to imagine what's coming next. Like, can you imagine me? There's a joke, you see, I'm a meme. Robo's a meme in the Rack FM Discord group, right? Because I'm Barry, the band manager. I am the pen pusher, I'm the number cruncher, I'm the Karen, right? This is the whole crack about Robo, but I, I've got a job to do. And Bruce is my like little PM, my little right-hand man. The others are just like creators and blah, blah, blah. Like, I've had to have this conversation this week, and I'm like, bro, do we really want to put this out? Do we want to risk getting cancelled? And then I contacted some people. I'm not going to name them. I'm just going to say some founders of L1s. Uh, founders of like major dApps that probably you've all used in the cosmos, right? I'm, I'm telling you, there's like people who listen to us and I played them the track and I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, go. So like, I'm worried that we're going to get cancelled and everyone's telling us, no, no, this is the best thing we've heard. So we've decided the date to produce a music video and uh, soy to me, mate, he's uh, flying over from England into Thailand next week. He's like a proper video expert, right? And we've got so much stuff going on. Dude, Rack FM are just there, here now, to rug the industry, to hold people accountable, to be the kind of, like, I think, not the project you want, but the project you deserve in the cosmos. Like, like the cosmos have created us through all of the shit that, the, like, and all of the politics and the bullshit, and, like, we've been through a lot, right? I, I could talk to you all day long about Prop 16 and Juno and $45 to 10 cents. Like, I could talk to you about a lot of things, eh? Hey, we are the cure, bro, 
to the disease. And I'm, I'm so happy that, like, I can complain and be a Karen and voice my opinion, but I just get overruled by the rest of the ecosystem. So, yeah, man, I'm excited about uh, what's coming next. And we're hoping to gamify it, working on some tokenomics, working on some DAO stake and stuff. Uh, reward system, game of, we're all about gamification. So, yeah, man, we're just here for the shits and the giggles, Jerry, as you probably heard earlier, right? Yeah. No, your spaces are fun to be in. And uh, if anybody wants to be in a laid-back space, I mean, yes, Angry Apes is a really good place to hang out, but Rack, uh, Rack FM is also in the cosmos, is the place to be for that type of atmosphere. Oh, you run a good show, man, Jerry. Can I tell you, you run a tight fucking ship. I've been impressed tonight listening to you as a host. I was like, oh, listen to his direction, like bang, bang. But he knew when people's time was up, but he didn't mention. He's like, well, you're pretty good, Jerry, mind. I like you. I like you, son. Oh, well, I, I got a little bit of experience behind me. <laughs> Not that big of a deal. Um, and I got good co-hosts, too, and happy. I know you you uh, got rugged or something, and you came in and came out, but... uh he's been running spaces and doing youtube and things like that as well so i got a lot of help you know so it's not just me but uh hey tom Dude, uh, you know do you know when rack fm do you know when rack fm was born was during the juno halt so i did two spaces personally after juno launched in uh october 2021 which is obviously two years ago that was the first space i ever did and i, I mean i'm not like what i am now i'm pretty wrecked at this time it was decent. Uh, and then November, and then I had a gap, and then we did the, we covered the entire Juno chain halt. And I think that's what changed, like, like us just into being plebs, into being like Rack FM, where we had like Jacob Gadikanon, we had Jack Zamblin, dude, we had like Governor Riley from Idaho, uh, who's a big Cosmos fan, or Governor elect of Idaho. We had like, we had like 10 star people on, and we were nothing. It was like, wow, can normal people just spin up the space, like DM a few people with the right like comments or the right words and they like, just get like giga guests on. So what did we do? We pushed our look. And like, I mean, our biggest space so far, we had like 200 followers and we got like three and a half K on our biggest space with uh, Jacob Gadigan and uh, uh, Dove of Kojira when Jacob and Notional, which we all know about, was trying to like fade Dove. And we hosted both of them, but it was really weird where Jacob was like, I've got to go, family engagement. He dropped off, and then, like, Dove came in, like, two minutes later. So on the edited space, it's just, like, sounds so good, but we're, like, we were nothing. That's the thing I like about Twitter spaces, guys. You can be nothing. Listen, you can be on here. You can have been on here three months, 100 followers. You can make the right comment, the right person in the right way, and you wouldn't believe the traction or the comment or Twitter is the, the people talk about Telegram groups and Discord and blah, blah. Nah, bro, listen, you find things, you learn things on Twitter, then you go and find like the Discord and the Telegram afterwards. Ain't nobody find anything over there. Twitter is the number one media platform in the world. I don't know how you feel. I mean, Jerry, you're moving into it quite seriously. Twitter is, Twitter spaces are the number one media platform in the world right now, regardless of what anyone says. Oh, I think I might have to agree with you there. Although there are some platforms that are good for distribution of information, such as Telegram and Discord. They're pretty good for distributing information. But um, in addition to that, you know, YouTube for uh, very, you know, obvious reasons and Rumble and, and things like that. But I, I want to make a segue into the closing remarks here. 
But before I do that, anybody else that Jerry, 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 you're a clever guy. You're a clever guy. Can I ask your opinion on one thing, sure. guys? This is for everybody in the audience. Everybody in the audience, right? Jerry, tell me, as a music fan, and imagine that we're like the artist or we're we're the label or whatever, right? Uh, can you answer me a question? Because I do appreciate your opinion after what I've heard from you tonight and earlier on our space. Music, NFT, royalties. I'm telling people this shouldn't exist. Like, why do musicians want to put out a music NFT for people just to speculate on and sell? Now, I know you might want to create a secondary blah, blah, but I think if you are a music uh, NFT artist and you set royalties at 0% from the offset, I mean, you can make them transferable, you can make them marketable, but I've had a lot of pushback from artists, Jerry, and I've been on a few really important spaces the last two weeks about this. How do you feel about the concept or my idea that as a music artist, you shouldn't be pushing royalties? So as far as, I mean, I don't know, you're talking about the secondary sales. That's more of the project on the, the NFT side. So that's more for people that are helping people produce the music and getting it out there. But the artists themselves can control the IP rights of the NFTs themselves. So if they really want to have full control of how people use it, they can set up IP rights through the NFTs where if somebody wants to use them for commercial use, they have to pay a higher like membership fee or a monthly thing. It can be done through a smart contract. So, I mean, anything that artists have concerns about can be solved through a smart contract when it comes to NFTs on the blockchain. Does that answer your question? I mean, I think I got it right. It, it, it does, mate. It does, yeah. It's, it's, it, royalties at the minute are a bone of contention with many people. And there's this like, it's not about the platform. It's about the artist from the artist's point of view. And I'm like, that's my dog in the background, by the way, drinking water. And I'm like, bro, no, no, no. You need to realize it. Like the platform is not the uh, the record label or the manager. The platform is the bus to work. It's the vehicle. It's going to get you to where you want to go to be able to earn your money. Like artists at the minute are looking at these NFT platforms in a completely different way to where people like me, business people are. And they're thinking like, no, I want this and I want that. And, I, and they're like high maintenance. And that's not how, I mean, we're not. We're trying to change this, but like I'm talking about the other artists I'm like hanging around with, talking to, dealing with. It's like it, it, like for an artist, it's all about them and nothing to do with anything else. And that they need to learn there's a parley uh, that has to come in at some stage. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of NFT projects have full IP rights, right? So Angry Apes, for example, I have 26 of them. I can use those commercially because we have IP rights. Not all NFT, uh, NFT projects have that ability to do so. So you could have a membership fee attached to it, uh, controlled by a smart contract, and then those people that are concerned about their music being used commercially can control it in that way. So, Jerry, uh, very quickly, I've got to say, I know you've been on this show a long time. Uh, I'm looking forward to listening in the future. I might not be a speaker because obviously they're a bit of a bad time for me and I've come on tonight because Bruce DM me yesterday. And like I said, I'm not as you know articulate or as eloquent as your other guests because of the time, etc. And, you know, I enjoy myself, enjoy my life. But I'll definitely be listening in the future. Uh, thank you for, you know, letting us have a little bit of a platform tonight. We really do appreciate it, bro. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're pretty... Uh busy at the moment but i want to start a conversation with you on discord so we can get you on the podcast sometime because uh, i think people would love to hear a little bit more about you personally and the story of how rack fm 
came to be. I know you told us some of it, but it, it's just one hour dedicated to you personally. And then we can get some other guys on Rack FM on a later time as well, or maybe all at once. I don't know. If we get all of you guys in there at once, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty hectic because uh, I've been to some. Dude, of the- I would no, no, no. I would say, I would say, you don't. No, no. Uh, I can rally the troops, but you need to get all four of us on. So you need to have myself, uh, Bruce. So we have Bruce as a sympathy vote, you know. He's like the retard at the back of the bus, right? He's a sympathy vote, yeah, we need him. Uh, B-Bands, who, like, keeps everybody in check. And then Finn's the creator. I mean, you're not going to hear from Ambedo. He's only ever been on one space ever, and that's where he got his honorary. And Brasco, I mean, yeah, he does speak, but he's too busy, actually. So I can I can probably get four of us, and you would you would enjoy yourself. You'd have a good show, Johnny. You'd have a laugh. <laughs> and you course. Let's do it then. All right, cool. I'll I'll hit you up in the back end. So we're getting close to the two hour mark, and I'm I'm not sure if we have anybody else coming up or not. I know Nikki, I do see you down there. If you want to interject real quick, I'll give you that opportunity. If not, uh, we're we're gonna move on, and I'll just ask uh, one at a time if somebody has some last words to say. We'll go with Young Punks first, and then uh, Luna V Shape. Tom, I know you wanted to talk about um big bang and i did nest it up top for you and then uh tonko uh and then uh luna sapiens happy and then we'll uh we'll end it there go ahead young punks i just wanted to to jump in because um i mean i spent a long long period of my my young adulthood making music and something that really excites me for the music world in web3 is with regards to, to 6551 is the idea that your main NFT is or can be the album. So you essentially have the album art and inside that NFT can be all of the tracks and you can do the same thing for sound packs. You could do the same thing for, for example, a remix competition where you have the whole song broken down into its stems, into its constituent parts. And then people can take that and recompose that. And, and that's really exciting for me to see where where the music world takes this. And I just wanted to, to jump in and say that because it's been it's been great listening to uh to Rack and uh I'm really excited to see what they do. Yeah, I can't wait till their video comes out. I think it's uh gonna be highly memeable. These guys are a, a riot. So if you haven't been to a Rack FM space, hit it up because uh it's a fun time. All right, V-Shape, you got anything? Yeah, very interesting to see all these uh, different projects and their development. Sorry about uh, my connection issues here. No worries. Tom? Yes, sir. Let us know about Big Bang. Yep, ready? Uh, Yeah, so uh, Big Bang is a platform that you guys can upload NFTs for Luna Classic. Uh, it's pretty basic, pretty easy. You can create your own project and start, you know, building. Um, you can set up your own utilities, whatever you, you know, have in mind for your project. Um, I set up mine. I'm going to do a video game, and we're going to use NFTs that you can use in the video game. Uh, Garuda is going to help me build it. Um, I set up, uh, I got 30 different collections, over 500 NFTs on there now. I have a white paper set up where you can get 70% rewards. Uh, for all the NFTs, the other 30% will be donated back to airdrops as we go along, you know, through the next few months. Um, other than that, uh, that's pretty much it. I, uh, 
All right. So if you guys want to keep up to date on everything, yeah, give these guys a follow. Give Tom a follow. Give uh, V Shape a follow. He's uh, big on uh, Migaloo Chain, uh, Young Punks uh, on Ethereum. And uh, Tonko, do you have anything to say, brother? Oh, no. I just appreciate the show, man. Great show today. And um, exciting to hear from everybody that uh, was on the panel. And just so you know, I don't know if you were here when I introduced Digital Apnea. I'm going to let him speak now. Uh, he's our community manager for both of our projects. Hey, guys. Yeah, this was a great lineup today. I I, I was amazed by this uh, space. Um, all of you that are listening, go ahead and see, you know, share this um, and reshare it. Uh, I'm going to be listening to this again because there's so much information in it. But uh, it was awesome listening to all these projects. So cool. Yeah, can I can I come in on the back of that? Really, really quickly, guys. Can I come in on the back of that? And just yeah, Rack FM, you go ahead and go ahead, and then Happy Caddy Crypto will uh, be the last comment of the evening or the day. Because I run spaces and we've done like 90, nearly 90 shows, I'm really selective of what I lend my ears to. I want to hear like Giga Brains, Giga Chads. Like I want the real talk. I'm, I'm telling you, like I, the, I, because I live in Bangkok and like when the when I'm awake, the US is asleep and the late night shows go on and I know what happens. Like you know, more, most of crypto is gone in America. This show, I'll be not able to be here like live listening. Trust me, I'll be listening on the replays. Like, this is a great show. You guys are, are very, very fucking smart, astute dudes. So, like, I choose my spaces very wisely. I'll be putting these in the calendar on a weekly basis. So, take care, bro. Take care, everybody. Nice people. Appreciate the comments. Happy, go ahead, man. It's been an amazing space, honestly. It's been really nice hearing from different projects, both on-chain and off-chain. I think something for everybody to take from this space is building in a vacuum and building in a funnel, right? It's not. It's only going to get you so far. <clears throat> At the end of the day, you do need to branch out to these other chains. You need to see what's outside of the bubble so you can better utilize and bring cooler concepts, tools, ideas, and people back to your home base. For me, this has been a great space. I want to see more of them. I want to see more people come up. I want to see more people taking the initiative and thinking to themselves, you know what? I'm going to get involved. I'm going to spin up a node. I'm going to spin up a project. I'm going to do something. It's all about having the initiative. I want to thank everyone for turning up. Jerry, I want to thank you for letting me come up and co-host today. It's been really nice. Absolutely. And, you know, the future might hold some uh, Bitcoin ordinal talk as well we didn't we never know we never know what we can bring because there's so much going on in the nft spaces it's not just pictures on the blockchain all right i want to thank everybody for listening in i appreciate it and uh, i'm very excited about these moving forward and just know that we are going to do the next one uh hosted by backbone labs themselves i will be co-hosting it so i will definitely tweet about it on this twitter profile so you guys will all know but backbone labs if you are interested in these this specific NFT space, Backbone Labs will be running it. So you want to give them a follow. Uh, the podcast spaces will be on mine still, but the NFT spaces moving forward will be Backbone Labs. All right. Take care, everybody. 
appreciate everybody listening in. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters and then to end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Two spaces <laughs>